up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And today is Saturday, August 14th, 2021. It has been a busy day. We had one really, really good release this morning, and then we had just the rest of the day. I kind of worked on a lot of the stuff that I was needing to work on for the day. So we can get into it a little bit and talk about what happened today, what the release was today, and and kind of how that went for me, and then and go from there. So today we had the Jordan 1 High Pollens come out, and they were a decent colorway. I liked them a lot. Like I said before, and, and like I've said on this podcast several times, I did like the colorway. I thought the yellow was clean. I thought they were a good-looking shoe. I thought overall Nike did a phenomenal job with this shoe, and it really, resale prices kind of reflect it. I mean, when we look at what they're going for right now, they've actually jumped up a little bit from what they were originally going for before the release. Not a lot, but some of the prices on some of these sizes have jumped up a little a little bit. So it's it's pretty good. It's a pretty decent shoe. We're looking at around anywhere from 240 to about 280 resale, depending on the size you got. And I was excited for this. There's some healthy stock for these things. And overall, just a clean looking shoe. I didn't realize how excited the sneaker community was for this thing. But if I had done a little more research, I may have set up my bots for these because they were a good shoe overall. And a lot of people seemed to hit them. A lot of people did very well with them. And it, I mean, they're just a good shoe overall. So they came out today at 10 o'clock on basically every site, your Shopify sites, your foot sites, and then the sneakers app. And I ended up hitting them on the sneakers app. I'm super pumped. I'm excited to get these in. I got them in a size 11 and I listed them up on eBay relatively quick. Got them sold a couple hours later. They're getting a ton of views and a ton of offers and they ended up selling it, I think around 270. So that was like the higher end for a size, a pair of size 11. So I was pumped about that. Got those things sold quick, easy profit. Like that's, that's kind of going back to my roots a little bit. Like I love that. I used to do that all the time and I've just been so busy at work that I haven't had time to enter for a bunch of these releases. Going to be getting back to that a lot more now though, as I get busier and, or as I transition out of my day job into working more reselling as my day job. So I'm excited about that and it just felt good. It felt right to be able to get a pair of shoes flipped real easy on a Saturday morning. That's what I love to do. So that happened and then I started to look at transitioning to using a sneaker server slash Google server. So if you're using a if you're using a computer, you need it to be built a certain way or have a certain amount of processing power and ability to handle some of the bots that you run, depending on how many tasks that you use and stuff. I mean, think about it. Each task is is sort of, and it's not, this isn't exact, but just think of it like this. It's sort of like opening a Chrome tab and trying to access the site that way, right? It's kind of like that. So when you're running hundreds or thousands of tasks, your computer's not built to be able to handle that. Most normal computers you buy off the shelf aren't built for that. And really my home computer can really only handle probably a few hundred tasks before things start to go really weird with it. So that's kind of, it's not built for what it needs to, to do. And so a lot of people, they'll either make a computer, do a custom build and put good parts in it, which takes time to learn and takes obviously some capital or which a lot of people do, they will get a server to run on. And a server is just like Google or Amazon or a lot of these different places that have a lot of like servers that they keep their own information on and host information. They will offer servers for the public to use where they can have their own dedicated space on these huge, like think of like huge racks of computers, except they're they're just a bunch of hard drives and stuff that, that 
allow you to store information than a bunch of um, processing power in these computers, these huge racks of them that just allow you to basically make each one of them, divide them up into separate little computers or servers. And and there, it goes a lot more in depth than that, but just they have a lot of computer space and they let you rent some of it is basically the way that you can think about it. And they'll rent you whatever size you need, basically. So I went and Google has this awesome promotion where they'll give you $300 in credit to make a Google Cloud account and make a server on their platform. And $300 of credit sounds like a lot and it, it is a decent amount. They're trying to target bigger businesses with this and not really just me and you. But it's good for me and you because you can usually rent a server on there and use that $300 of credit up. And it takes a little while to use up depending on how you're running your server and stuff like that. But I ended up getting a server that I think it costs like 30 cents an hour to run. Maybe not that much, maybe three. I don't know. It, it, maybe it was three. Maybe it was three. I don't know. It was it was really, really cheap regardless for for the server to run hourly. And so if I run it for a full, I think if I run it like for a full month straight I won't even like run out of that $300 credit and then if you have multiple gmail accounts and stuff like that you could obviously parlay that and have multiple servers and stuff like that where you could use them month over month over month and get them for free so that's what I'm probably going to be doing it's just going to be nice I figured out how to uh, basically back it up in a way that I can back up the server once my credit runs out and use it on a new account is kind of what I'm thinking will work and I was I was reading through some messages on discord about that and one of the guys it seemed pretty tech savvy. It was like, yeah, you can totally do this. It works, and that's what I would do. So I'm going to be doing that, and, and it worked out. But that took up a good portion of my day today, getting that set up, putting on my software, backing up stuff from the computer I've been using for, for that, and then throwing it on the server and stuff. It took a little bit of time today. Got that all set up. I had a lot of learning to do with it. But overall, not too bad. I mean, where I work right now, I do have to manage a little bit of their stuff with some of their servers and stuff. I don't do a lot of the techie stuff with that but I do check on them once a week and stuff like that where I make sure that things aren't out of place. And so a lot of the terms and stuff I was familiar with, which is good. So I understand kind of what I was reading in some of these these guides that Google put out, but they were way over my head still. So that was good. I was excited about that. I got that set up. That took up a good portion of my day today just because I had a lot to learn with it and then had a lot of setting up to do and stuff. Because setting up a bot takes a while and there's a lot of information you have to transfer over your profiles, your tasks, your settings, your like everything needs to be transferred over. So overall, that can take a little bit of time. And for me, that was one of the things that just took up a lot of time today. So other than that, I started looking for apartments down in Florida and where I'm going to be moving to. That's kind of an interesting thing. Good thing about that is that my girlfriend's going to live relatively close to me because I'm going to probably live relatively close to her. So I'm just going to pick somewhere that's that's like within like 20 minutes or so. So I do have people that can go look at it. Like she can go look at it for me and say, hey, this isn't what the photos look like or it is what the photos look like. Or if I really get serious about it, like I can go down there and use it as it, use it as an excuse to go visit her and stuff. So it's good. I'm excited about that. It's not normally what I would have thought I would have been doing. I wouldn't really think about moving away and going down there to, it just wasn't something I imagined when I moved out of school. But as things kind of got, got going with reselling as she started to get really involved with with the job that she has down there ended up working out so I'm excited about that I was I was talking to her about that today and really pumped about it honestly it's going to be a lot of fun and I think it'll be a good opportunity but I do have a lot of inventory that I'm going to need to have and take down there too so I'm trying to move a lot of that as well and then have adequate space to add new inventory as I was thinking about it, I was like well I could have two separate things I could either have an apartment and then have a storage unit or I could have an apartment that acts as my storage unit and then 
I can do some of the writing off of my taxes depending on how much the apartment is taken up and stuff like that. There's there's some write-offs for for using part of your apartment as your storage or for your business. So consult a CPA about that. Obviously, you want to make sure you know what you're doing with that, but I know that they are offered for some of that stuff, so I'm going to be looking at that and trying to figure out what my best best way to save money and make things easier on myself. Obviously, if stuff is in my is like right next to me if I can just walk over and get it out of the next room that's super ideal because that would save me a lot of time I don't have to run to the storage facility I don't have to do anything like that but barring that like I don't want to have something that's like it just depends on where I'm, I'm living like if I'm on a second floor or a third floor that's really bad because at that point if, if there's no elevator or something like that it's going to be tough trying to get all these packages from the UPS guy up to my room and then back down the stairs to the the post office and stuff. It's just, it's not ideal. It either have to be like a ground level apartment to make things easier for moving. Like imagine if when we were selling pools, like those 14 foot pools that weigh like 150 pounds, no FedEx guys dragging those up the stairs. And what are you going to do if that's where you store your stuff? You're going to have to drag it up the stairs and then back down the stairs yourself. So like that's not ideal. Plus as you scale and as I scale, like I don't want to be dragging 30, 40, 50 packages down the stairs if I can avoid it. So that's that's one of the reasons I was looking at a storage facility as well as if I move. It's it's not like I have to move all my stuff again. It's just there, but that's a constant cost. And if I do move and I have some space or I buy a house or something like that in the future, like it's probably going to be me keeping my stuff at my house. And I'd probably look at putting a small shed or something there that would allow me to be able to have my inventory right next to me. That way I can like have it have somebody take the photos have somebody do the shipping for me and or I can do the shipping myself and then I don't have to worry about like running all over the place trying to get to a storage unit and then realizing something else sold and I have to go back there and get it again like it's just it's it's kind of tough and you don't want it too far away or it's a huge inconvenience so that's what I've been playing with and toying with is trying to figure out where I want to live what area I want to live in and then I don't want to know, I just like don't want to live in like a, a complete like dump of an area. Like I know Gary Vee pushes that a lot. He's like, yeah, I live in a crappy area. I get with like 12 roommates. Like that's a great idea if all 12 of your roommates are very, very driven. If you have 12 roommates and they all just want to like jerk around the whole time and you're trying to get stuff done, it's going to be super unproductive for you. So like that's one thing that I don't want to do. I don't want to get with people, like have a roommate that's not somebody that's probably like, I don't know, very very motivated if they're not like driving and trying to do their own thing for themselves or trying to resell or something like that it's going to be tough for me to try and focus and then two like I don't want to do that it's just not necessary like it's just not necessary for me where I'm at right now it's not like I'm I'm just graduating high school like I made enough money where I can actually like have an apartment and not just be like living in like some like area where where like I don't want to be at so I'm trying to find like a decent area that's not high end but also like not at the bottom either and plus you don't want to have that with inventory like that's the other thing like I don't want to be living in like an area where somebody could start stealing my packages or or it's more like common for that to happen because I get a lot of packages in a lot of them are expensive and I don't want to be dealing with like package and porch pirate type stuff like I don't that's just not something I want to deal with that's that's like the last thing you get a bunch of playstations delivered to your house and they all get stolen you're going to be pissed like I would be absolutely livid if that happened so that's just something I want to avoid as well. So I'm trying to figure out, just trying to play it and figure out what I need to do and where I want to live at and, and what's the best area for me. There's a lot of factors playing into it. I have a couple things that are on my list of things that I need and things that I want and then trying to figure out, okay, which of these things actually work with the apartment that I'm looking at? Does this fit the criteria that I have 
that I have laid out or any of the things that I said that I wanted to have there, are they negotiable at all? And then what sort of things can I actually like X off the list depending on how nice the apartment is or where it's located and stuff. So that's just what I've been playing with and trying to figure that out. It's going to obviously be a lot of time and a lot of investment. I still got to do a lot of research on that, but overall productive day for me. And, and yeah, it's just been good. So I'm going to be for the rest of the night, probably doing a little bit of research and then reading a book and going to bed. Like not, nothing too, too out of the ordinary there. Just trying to get some things in my head wrapped around what I need to do for the rest of the year. But yeah, I mean, research and in prepping my business, that's, that's what this, the rest of this year is for, as well as trying to find a job and finding an apartment. So I'm going to be busy. There's a lot to work on, but that's, that's kind of the name of the game and trying to balance multiple things, your family, trying to balance your business, trying to balance your health, trying to balance all of these different, your, your faith. I mean, like most people have some sort of religious background or faith that kind of keeps them going. That sort of thing, like balancing all four of those things. And then yourself, where you're just like the things that you want to do, like the actual things that, that really are fun. Like, like for me, I love playing Madden. I haven't played Madden in like two years because I've just been so busy with reselling. And then when I'm not reselling, I'm hanging out with family. When I'm not doing either of those things, I'm either hitting a lift or I'm, or I'm at work. So it's just like I haven't been able to do that. But that's something that helps me relax a little bit and just take some of the edge off. If it's a, a rough day or something like that would be something that I could totally relax with for a bit. So just trying to balance all those things is tough, especially when you're an entrepreneur and especially when you're trying to do things for yourself and you're just getting started. You don't obviously you don't usually have enough time for all of those. And so what what Gary Keller says in his book, The One Thing is you're going to be out of balance, severely out of balance multiple times in your life. You just have to re overbalance at some point. So if you're way overbalanced in your business, you're not hanging out with your family there's going to be a point where you're probably going to need to re-come into overbalance with your family and spend way more time with your family than you're doing on your business. And that's fine. That's more normal than anything because most of the time for an entrepreneur, you can't just tread this this perfectly straight, fine line of, okay, I'm doing my business this amount of time with my family this amount of time and everything's perfect. It's usually something that goes drastically wrong with your business or drastically right. You need to spend more time in that area for a little bit and then you come back and now that you did that amount of time in your business now you come back and it it sounds bad to say make up for it by being with your family but you're almost spending more time with your family or being able to take advantage of a time where maybe your business is a little bit slower or maybe maybe doesn't need you as much and spending more of that time with your family and and vice versa spending like time with yourself and being able to do the things that you like whether it's reading a book or going on a run or whatever you need to do for yourself like those sorts of things those are important to try and keep keep some sort of overall balance maybe not day to day but maybe over the course of a year you you try and keep yourself balanced with those five things I mean those are the things that kind of keep people grounded so anyway that's what I'm working on right now it's busy I got a lot to do I'm super pumped I think we're gonna look back at the end of this year and and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pumped I think I'm gonna look back at it and really be excited about where I'm at but it does require a lot of grinding so Either way, I'm excited. Let's get after it. I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend, and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.